0: This week on Hook the Kayak Angler's resource, big news with Jake Pruitt, Pro Staffer for Eco Fishing Shop, and a lot of cool stuff coming up with the Big Bass 250. Watch the show. Jake, welcome to the show, buddy. Glad to have you. Glad to be here. Jake, uh, Mm -hmm. you've been a Pro Staffer for the full year for Eco Fishing Shop. Glad to have you on the show. You know, we always get some of you guys on here and kind of talk about where you started off. What do you like to fish? What got you into fishing?
1: Um, honestly, a friend of mine and I kind of just got into kayaks and we were messing around. Just, we really didn't fish, but we decided we were going to try to fish. And then we started catching fish pretty decently out of kayaks. And we're like, well, let's, let's try to do some tournament fishing. And it exploded from there. We did like 19 events our first year. Like we were always on the water. Wife was getting ready to divorce me. I mean, it was rough and, uh, but it was fun. Um, learned a lot. So I think... It was mainly just like, hey, let's just get out and get on the water. And then it turned into, hey, let's do this competitively. You know, I, the competitive side came out and it was like, I can't just do this for fun. We got to do this and see if we can stack up against some other people. So.
2: I'm always interested to ask people what, uh, what was your first kayak and what was, how was that for you?
1: I got, um, well, first I started out with... Um, borrowing somebody's 10 ta ascend 10T, um, and then decided that was good enough, but I needed something a little more stable. So I got the 12T. Um, that was great. I paddled it for a long time um, and decided that I wanted a motor. So cheaply kind of rigged up a m- motor on it. And I was hooked from that point. Having a motorized kayak at that point really opened up the abilities it wasn't so much now. I got to go work after work to paddle across the lake to go do this. It's, it was fun, um, and there was no limitations at that point. So from there, it just snowballed. I then I had to make a new rear-mounted trolley motor setup, you know, with your foot controls, and this is all on a five hundred dollar Ascend, um, and it worked great, and it still works great. It's sitting at the house, all ready to go. Um, but I got an opportunity to get a different kayak, so I I moved away from it and got into something a little more tournament it ready.
2: Um. Yeah, it seems like across the board, it it ascends one of those stepping stones for guys and it's easy to get into, easy accessible. It seems like those guys that had an ascend, they always go to that next kayak, so you can find a used one or or whatever. Um, and and nothing against bass pro or ascend. I mean, they're a, a decent kayak, but uh, they have very they're very limited in what they can do, cannot, and, and stability and whatnot. But I do the same thing. I, I was in the sand when I first started and. And that's what got me into Travis as well. Um, 128T. Yeah. Yep. Oh, gosh, those are Denver, a barge. Yeah, barge
0: <laughs> yeah. <yep>. I still <laughs> have some back issues. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, yeah, man, talk to us, um, you know, as, as far as once you got out of the Ascend and you started tournament fishing and, and all that, um, what was that experience like? What, um, what encouragement would you give to guys that are looking to get into tournaments and competing?
1: Don't be afraid to get started. Everybody starts somewhere. I guess the, the biggest thing that's, turn off is you see these guys putting up a hundred inches during a tournament catching massive bags um, during your tournaments and you want to stack yourself up against that person that person came from boat fishing for ten years and and or has been fishing since you know they were eight with their dad on on boats doing tournaments you're comparing yourself to a whole nother league of people quit comparing yourself to other people just everybody gets started somewhere some people start slower than others some people don't want to do what we do in full-on tournament and have nine million rods and motors and all this stuff and i get that um but that's where it took us and me and my buddy that i started with it was the most you could rig it out with what's the next thing to put on it um you know and then and again it it snowballs now we have spot lock and all this other things that, that we didn't really have when i first started so um
0: but, yeah. So, Jake, uh, just today, we, we actually will be loading it up here soon. Jake has been an a old-town predator for quite some time, uh, motorized kayak, but uh, Eco Fishing Shop's been gracious enough to put him in a new Jackson Nar, wanting him to represent the brand. So, you're now a Jackson man. I'm now a Jackson guy. So, pretty excited about that?
1: I am excited. Actually, when, when I first started out and we were paddling um, – jackson really got our attention um i say we because i fished with my buddy i didn't go fishing unless i fished with him um but he ended up with a jackson and we were both like wow look at the quality i mean when you compare the ascend to a jackson the quality was just unreal um the stability was unreal i mean everything about it was just like night and day difference and uh and we both hung with that we were both like I really like these Jackson guys. They're a smaller company. They're made in the United States. They're just out of Tennessee, so they're not far from us. It just, everything was like, it was perfect for what we were looking for. And then we got into this motorized stuff, and Jackson didn't really catch on with all that. They were still in the let's float down the river stage, and that's great. And they did, a, uh, they had a great market there. Um, but I think they, this, you know, last few years, there's a huge market stepping out there for tournament fishing, so they wanted to get in and join in on it, and, and they've come out with a pretty good product. I'm, I'm excited to get on it and fish it and see how it does.
0: Yeah, we'll follow up with you later on down the road, kind of see how that boat progresses and how you're, you progress as a fisherman yep. in that boat. Um, what, what bodies of water, what are some of the favorite bodies of water that you have and, and some of the different places that you fish?
1: Man, I, I started out on Stockton and, and, and only fished Stockton, and then... Um, and that was because I was, it was a comfort zone thing. Um, I moved into Table Rock um, because I hated it. Um, honestly, it, it drove me to get a, to be a better kayak fisherman because every time I went there, I struggled. And instead of struggling and saying, nope, I'm never going to go there again. I'm going to go to my comfort spot. I said, I'm going to fish that place until I'm good at it. And I'm not saying I'm good at it now, but I'm a lot better than I, I once was. And, uh, and I learned something new every time I go there. But... I would say my my main places to go will be Table Rock, um, uh, Stockton, and then our local little smaller lakes. Um, those are always fun to go beat up fish. Uh, you guys try to make these big, you know, weekend events and that's fun, but man, it's more fun to get off work at five o'clock with the kayak and the truck and just go hit your local spot for a few hours. So I'm looking forward to that. I I come from a very bulky tournament rig. And now I have an option to leave a lot of that stuff at home and, and go pedal drive only, um, and see how that works out. So I'm excited to get on the rivers. I'm excited to get on small, small lakes and, and get out there on those big lakes that I'm used to.
2: I, uh, I really like how it's kind of come full circle because on our, on our Instagram, Eco Fishing Shop's Instagram page, you know, every time we posted about that, NAR, you had some sort of comment or something to say about that. And and, uh, it's, it's really cool to see, uh, your face today and, and talking about it and just looking at it. I'm I'm sure it's still wet from all the drool that you've put on it already. Mm. Um, I'm sure you've been drilling on Instagram, but I, it's, it's really cool to see it come full circle for I you. I think
1: I've sat in it more since I got here today <laughs> than, than I have, um, in a chair, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm gonna have to wipe the drool out of it for sure.
0: <laughs> I thought it would be awesome to make the offer to you on that kayak during the show, but mm-hmm. I thought. You know, if you cried on camera, it would be a bad deal. And <laughs> it would be bad.
1: I almost people died. would make
0: fun of you and stuff.
1: Travis called me last night at at nine thirty to confirm this, and uh, I couldn't answer my phone fast enough. I had a feeling I knew what he was calling for, but uh, <laughs> uh, man, I didn't sleep at all last night. I was ready to get here today and get it loaded or get it kind of get an idea of how we're going to rig it. Uh, we've spent hours today just standing around it and talking about it and what we're going to do and what I need and. I've got a stack of stuff down there that we've got to rig up on it. So I'm, I'm excited to get it home and start rigging on it and see where we can go from
0: here. Hopefully, you can get it by next tournament. I'd love to see that thing yeah. in the water competing. It's going to be exciting to watch you moving forward. Um, so, speaking of that, um, do MoYak and, and, and you know, All Americans and different kayak tournaments that, you know, regional stuff and some beyond regional that you do. Um, how's that been going for you this year? Um, this year, uh, to be honest, it's been a struggle compared to last year. Uh, last year seemed to come easy.
1: I was kind of upper, upper pack last year, sometimes top 10. Um, this year, life kind of changes things. You're a little too busy, and you don't have as much time on the water. So it's been a struggle trying to balance time on the water and time at home and time at work um, that I didn't do so well last year. But with that, it's made me try to be a better angler in the short times that I had. So it started out slow, and it seems to be building up as the season goes on. I, I seem to get a lot more comfortable as the season goes on, and um, kind of get on those bass a lot quicker, the, you know, now than I was at the beginning of the season. Um, just finished up at sixth place at our last tournament, so happy sitting there. Hopefully, that's a a nice uh, build up into into palmy so
0: bull shoals yeah uh before that um do you do mainly moyak or do you step into any uh uh, all-american or now that you've got the pedal drive any thoughts on doing maybe a hobie event so i've always i've
1: always kind of looked up to those guys that were doing more national events um never really thought it was my scene um so i stuck with moyak moyak's my comfort zone um i have reached out this year and I've done some smaller tournaments here and there, um, kind of guys that aren't in the main circuit, um, just to kind of get some more time fishing. Uh, but honestly, next year, I'm I'm hoping to maybe do a few more events than I did this year. Um, this year, I took a lot of time off. I did the river event my first year, and I didn't do any river events this year. I did very well in the river event last year. Last year, I actually qualified for the championship because of the river series. So I'm, I'm hoping maybe next year that, not just with the boat, and but with Eco, that we can move forward and do a lot more events, maybe branch out to some of those more national events, um, whereas I've really stayed comfort at home with this MoYak series. So,
0: Yeah, I think that's what we're hoping with Eco is that we can get, um, you know, Jonathan's in the PA14, and, and um, you know, he's got the motor too. But I think that when we get, you know, like with Jonathan getting really comfortable with his boat, getting you into the NAR with, with uh, your pedal drive, and then kind of looking at some other guys, giving you guys the ability to go fish some of those national, th- national events, I think is going to be good for, uh, good for the pro staff, um, but then also good for you guys to stretch your wings and actually get out there and just see, like you said, to see what the competition's like once you get out, get beyond um, our local trails. We're very lucky here, and, you know, our next show, we're going to have uh, actually have a, a, some, some representation from those trails on. And... and um, I think that we're lucky here because we have some really good trails, but I think it's always fun once you've been in them for a while to give you guys the opportunity to go out and see what else is out there, and you two are going to be our prime guys that are going to do that. Well, we're looking forward to it. Or at least I am. I hate to speak for Jonathan, but I know he's excited too.
2: No, absolutely, man. I, I can't wait. And, and uh, it'll be cool to see Eco um, not in MoYak or Camo only, but you know, across the the U.S. and, and getting into some of the bigger tournaments and, and competing there. So it'll be really cool to see. And plus, uh, you know, traveling together, you know, representing the brand and, and who we are, and, and all we have got going, it's really cool to see the guys, you know, get out of Missouri and and, and show that off. You guys joke
1: about it; they call us the, the the eco mafia because we we show up in a group <laughs> and and we all we always you know we're standing together at the end of the tournament and and there is there's a wave of us, but that's that's what we're hoping to do. We're hoping to get our name out there. So
0: I was very picky when I you know I built this team. I really wanted to. um I got with Jonathan first, and we kind of wanted to build a team that was, that brought that to the table. Not only did we want, you know, some good anglers, but I really wanted a good family atmosphere where at the end, there's not a, you know, a jersey here and a jersey there. We have that, but most everybody's together and we really enjoy each other's company. Um, My job is to make sure there's always a cooler full of frosty cold beverages. (laughs) I try to do the best I can.
2: If he doesn't drink them all,
0: that that (laughs) has happened. I won't deny that. But we try to have fun. Um, and what, I really, what we really wanted out of this is to have other anglers going, man, I want that. Um, and whether they do that with us or they start doing that together, um, it just brings more people deeper into the sport and, and understand that it's, it's about more than just being on the water. Um, we've talked about the fact that the kayak community is just good people. Yeah. Absolutely. And we're just, we're just excited to have you on the team and have the ability to uh, uh, put you in a boat that gets you, you know, opens up options for you as well. Absolutely. So last thing we always ask every guest we have, you're on the water. You have one bait. Mm. What is it?
1: Mm. That's tough. I've, I've, I've got to go with probably my motion jig. I'm just the most comfortable with it. Um, I know I can put it where the fish are. So some of those other baits, it's like, oh, I'm going to throw this all day, and I just don't know if I'm going to do any well. I think if I picked up a jig, I, I'm gonna find some fish somewhere, so I would say that's my my comfort zone.
2: Yeah, man, jig solid, you know, option, uh, especially if you know how to fish it. I, I'm terrible to jig, and I wish I was better. And, but yeah, a jig, you see, seem to like you always get bigger bites on a jig and quality bites, and yep. and if you can find them on that right jig, then it's usually a good day.
1: It comes down to patience. You you've got to be willing to throw it longer than you're patient for. So yeah. sometimes you don't get bit for a while, but sometimes you'll catch five off of, you know one little spot. So. It's it's definitely one of those things you have to force yourself into um, to learn. So that's with everything. I mean, yeah. Big baits are the same way. Yeah. So uh, I I don't I don't want to get into it too much, but this back to people that just get started and, and they're they're worried about getting into this sport. This is fun. This is the most fun you can have. It really is. And there's the competition is only what you want it to be. If you just want to go out and have fun and just see where you're at on the list of sixty something guys, then Do that if you want to be at the top and and you want to pursue maybe a fishing career or or get deeper into fishing, pursue it. I'm I'm that guy. I mean, here I just started a few years ago, so if that gives you an idea, you want something hard enough, you want something bad enough, you're going to work hard enough to get it. So
0: you know, and it's we've talked in our past podcasts, you know, and it's a very good point you bring up that we've told guys that even if you do not have any interest in becoming a competitive angler go to a tournament because yep. you will leave there with fishing buddies. Mm-hmm. You will leave there with other guys that are like, you know, hey, just meet me down here on Wednesday. And then all of a sudden you've got guys to fish with. Uh, we had Russ Snyder's on. He talked about that, that he moved to a new town. He was a kayak fisherman. He yeah. joined his local club. Now that happens to be all who, all who he hangs out with, yep. you know, and very cool. Um, glad to hear that, it, that that works for you as well.
2: And guys we you know we talk about our our pro staff on here and bring them on here quite often and and we we do this to give them um you know give them give them some credit you know they they've they've worked hard throughout the year they do a lot of stuff they help out with the shop um they help out with other anglers um but again these guys are a resource for you as well. Um, you know, like we talked about, you know, he's getting into a Jackson NAR. He's I'm sure you guys have questions about that boat being so new and whatnot, and and he'll be able to answer those questions and tell you exactly what he did and how he did it and why he did it and and maybe that's not the way you do it, but it's food for thought and, and setting it up. So guys, Instagram, Facebook, reach out to these guys. Um Jake does a great job on the Instagram, really good stuff that he's got on there. Um feel free to, you know, direct message him, comment on his stuff, you know, post it, you know, to his page, whatever. Uh, but just get in contact with these guys. Use them as, as, a, as a resource. And, and who knows, maybe they'll even take you fishing one time.
0: Yeah, follow yeah, them for sure. Great content. We're, we're not
1: shy. We, we always need a new fishing buddy. So if it, by all means, um, me, anybody on the team, hit us up. Uh, yeah, I try to look at my, my hidden messages just as much as I do my regular messages because I know people send me messages asking questions, and, and they get missed. So I do try to go through there and, and get back to everybody that, that messages me.
0: So, so next up's Palm to Tear. Next up's Palm to Tear. Got to go what through we can do. big, bad Bobby,
1: Robbie Brewer. Hey, we were just there. I was just there earlier this week doing a little scouting and, and ran across a very nice fish. So I'm feeling pretty confident about it. He brought, you, he,
0: Robbie brought home a pretty fat check the last uh, trail event that he did there. So i um, excited to get everybody out on the water. Um, have a lot of fun.
2: Are you going to go back to the same spot you went last year? Ooh. Um, Is that where you went, so, scouting?
1: So that's not where I went scouting. I went scouting other places that I usually don't fish on the lake.
2: Because that's where Robbie um, went.
1: It's, it's tough.
2: It's <laughs> tough. I
1: know where Robbie went. Robbie so went
2: there because I told him about it. Just
1: my my <laughs> concern is that there's going to be... Twelve guys there this year instead of eight like last year. So
2: I think there was more than that, dude. When we were there, there was at least eight at that ramp that we launched at, and then there was another two or three that Lance launched at those other ramps mm-hmm. in there. So yeah, we
1: all met middle of the lake. yeah. It yeah. was
2: like a it was crazy. tidal wave of on too. Yeah, uh, uh,
1: I think Lance was there also. He had his
2: Alex was there with Alex with his blue lights. Yes. Yeah. He all had. Way around yep.
1: the boat. Oh my gosh! It was, a, it was a spaceship going through the <laughs> water. It was crazy. <laughs>
2: Well, cool, man. I can't wait to see how you doing on Palmy and, and what you do with that NAR, and, and we'll definitely follow up with you and, and see what you've done. What, what do you think? What's the first thing you're doing with that NAR?
1: First thing I'm doing is fishing out of it. Yeah. Uh, uh, second water. thing I'm going to do, we got to order a motor guy. Got to put a motor on it.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't know how I'm going to tournament fish without a motor.
0: So. We'll be getting that going, and then I don't know if you could use 10, maybe 20 G's, nice. but uh, big bass 250. Might see you there. Maybe. <laughs> Guys, we appreciate you watching. Appreciate you being here, my friend. Absolutely. I appreciate you guys having me on. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it.